Welcome to Spread-Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Hi and welcome to Healing Ministries International. I'm Stephen Hockey and I'm so happy to be sharing the Word of God with you today. And it is going to be another powerful session as I continue the series of Why Miracles. You can also follow the ministry by visiting our website dionhockey.org or you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. We are on most of the social media platforms. All you do is you search Dion Hockey and you'll be able to find us and follow us as we preach the Word of God around the world to many people everywhere we go. But I am so happy to be with you on this beautiful weekend. It's going to be a wonderful day in the presence of the Lord. And before we dive into the into the teaching, let's pray and just welcome the Father into the session. Father, we thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus for a wonderful day, Lord, in your presence. Thank you right now, Lord, as the word is being taught, Lord, that it will change lives, touch hearts, Lord, and move spirits in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, that we will see a changing in people's lives, Father, that people will be equipped, they will be ready to go out and do more for your kingdom, Father. Help us, Lord, not to be lazy, but help us to continue fighting the good fight of faith, Lord, not to ever give up, but to run run this race until the end, Lord, until you come again in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, I'm very happy to be with you again. As I've been saying, we're going to continue on the series of Why Miracles. And uh, just a quick recap, we've been teaching on different reasons why it is important for us as Christians to be flowing in the supernatural power of God. And uh, quickly, three points that we did touch on in the last two weeks. Number one, because miracles reveal to us His glory. It shows us um, who He is. And then number two, it reveals to us the nature of the Father, that He is willing to heal us. He is willing to touch us and that He wants us to operate in that same uh, power so that we can also reflect His nature to those around us. And then thirdly, we spoke on that it is a tool you to reach the lost, to get people saved and into the kingdom of God. Without power, without demonstration, there is going to be a very a high level of struggling to fully demonstrate the gospel of Jesus Christ. So Jesus needed the, the power to fully uh, convince the, the Jewish world the, and the, everyone who he was. So we need the power to convince those who, who we are. Remember, we are Christians, which means to be like Christ. So in order for us to demonstrate and be like Christ, we have to walk like he walked, do the things that he did, and then you'll start seeing greater things happen in your life and in your ministry if you just start flowing in signs, wonders, and miracles. But before, oh, I don't want to waste too much time. I want to jump right into point number four right now. And number four is this. Uh, Let me get there. Uh, miracles give us boldness to demonstrate the Word of God. So it releases a boldness within us. And this is so evident if you look at the disciples, um, if you look at a lot of people. As soon as miracles start taking place, there is something that is triggered inside of our, our spirits that it just drives us to do more, to not be scared. If I'm casting out a devil, well, if I've cast one out, what's to stop me from casting out another devil? It, it gives me courage to then 
take hold of the situation and know who I am in Christ, and then I can pray for the sick. We can heal uh, any, anything. We can raise the dead. We can do all these things through Christ because we know who we are in Him. But let's start off with Psalm 78, and we'll read from verse 9 to 11. Psalm 78, verse 9 to 11. It says this, The children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. They did not keep the covenant of God. They refused to walk in His law and forgot His works and His wonders that He had shown them. Now, what I want to point out to you here is that, uh, especially in the last verse that I read, they forgot His works and His wonders that He had shown them. The problem is, and that again, this is why they turn back in the day of battle. If we forget the power that we have, if we forget that the God that we serve is still alive today, still doing wonders and miracles today, we will forget in the moment that it matters, which means when the enemy comes, when things go terribly wrong, uh, it's easier to run away because I do not have the courage. I've forgotten what God has done in my life. If the children of Ephraim, you know, if they, if they didn't forget, if they remembered the, the things that the Lord did, they would have st stood strong understanding that the Lord fights our battles for us and He would have carried them through it. But the same with many Christians today, they forget what the Lord has done, but then they also forget what He is still doing and capable of doing, so they run away and they don't trust in the Lord, they have no boldness, they have no courage, and they're actually running away from the very thing that the Lord has called us to face, but that He also promised to help us through. Amen? So when we are faced, for example, we can take the situation and put it in the present form. If I'm not operating in signs, wonders, and miracles, I have a lack of power to be able to demonstrate the gospel more effectively. That is why we see a lot of churches today. They're taking away the power. They are forgetting His goodness. They are forgetting what, what, what the Lord is able to do. So when a sick person comes to church and they, they want to receive healing, then uh, the leaders or the pastor of that church might even say, we don't do that here because they have forgotten who the Lord is. They have forgotten His works and His wonders. So they believe it not to be relevant for us today. So when the enemy, um, you know, or when someone comes that needs healing, when someone comes that needs deliverance, they rather push it away instead of facing it head on with boldness and courage because they have forgotten what the Lord is able to do. In 1 Corinthians 2 verse 4 and 5, this is so powerful. Because I'm going to show you again why we need to operate in the supernatural. Why, it's, why, why not just focus on the word and be, we have to have both. There has to be power and there has to be word because of this. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 4 and 5, Paul says, And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdoms, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. 
So now Paul is also saying he didn't come just to preach the gospel and just to speak words, which is good. Yes, we, we preach, but there's a time to prove what we are preaching to be true. Now Paul knew this, and he said, so he comes also in spirit and of power. Verse 5, why? That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Wow. How many churches have removed the power of God where the congregation is all about the wisdom of men and not focused on the power of God? We have to have miracle signs and wonders operating in the church so that we are reminded of His goodness, but we are also focused back on the power of God, understanding it's Him who helps us, it's Him who carries us through. It's not the wisdom of men. We can do nothing, but it's all the glory of God, the power of God that can heal the sick, raise the dead, that can cast out demons, that can do all these things. But we have to remember, you have to preach the word yes but there has to be a power that helps that so that it can point to the father so that hope and courage can be restored back into the individuals observing but also to the one who is preaching so that when we lay hands on the sick i have a boldness inside of me to pray to heal the sick and to do the things that god has called me to do amen luke 18 verse 27 says but he said the things which these things which are impossible with men are possible with God. When we flow in the supernatural, we come to the realization, hey, the things that were impossible before have become possible to me through Christ, through the Holy Spirit, and through power. It gives me boldness. As a Christian world, we should be flowing in signs, wonders, and miracles so that the church can stand up again, be bold again, that we can run this race. Because too many people are falling away, falling away, because they have become cowardice, because they do not flow in the supernatural signs, wonders, and miracles. And I'm going to say this. A lot of Christians and pastors are trying to deny the miracle-working power of God today to just live out these powerless lifestyles that, had, that they have fallen into. If we fall into that trap, if you become in, or fall into that trap where you are powerless for the kingdom of God, there will become a time when you're going to try and prove your powerless lifestyle to be real. And we cannot allow that. We instead flow in the miracles, wonder signs, and everything that God has promised for us in the Holy Spirit so that He can give us boldness to operate and run the way that God has called us to run. Amen. So the things that were impossible before have now been made possible to those who believe, to those who are filled with the Holy Spirit and that can run the race fully in Jesus' name. Uh, Job 11 verse 18 in the New Living Translation. I just want to read this to you. Saying, having hope will give you courage. I love that. Having hope will give you courage. You will be protected and will rest in safety. Miracles release hope which gives people the access to supernatural changes in their lives. But I'm going to read that again. Having hope will give you courage and you will be protected and will rest in safety. 
you will be protected and rest in safety, which means that miracles release hope. <laughs> if we can operate in miracle signs and wonders, we are bringing Jesus to the world and we are now releasing hope to people, which gives us courage, which gives us boldness to face another day. Hallelujah. We do not have to go through life unknowing or thinking that God is just somewhere and not working or evident in our lives anymore because He is very evident in our lives. He's still operating today. He's still flowing today and He's still using us today. So that should give you hope that Jesus Christ is actually backing up His own word to help us to flow in the power of God. So we do not need to be afraid, but He gives you boldness in the day of battle so you do not have to run away but you can stand fighting and not just that remember what we said it can help lead people to jesus now we are flowing we are getting boldness we are getting courage but there is also a hope being released to the sinner out there understanding that jesus is alive and operating today and then they can get get saved by the power of god hallelujah do not take miracles signs and wonders tongues interpretation of tongues the gifts of the holy spirit do not take it out of the church because they are a sign to the unbeliever they bring hope to a lost and dying world the problem is the church has taken too many of these things away and they are taking hope out of the church listen do not take hope out of the church but bring it back in so that people can come to know jesus for who he truly is a, a god who is alive and still willing to touch us and use us today acts 4 verse 29 to 30 look how powerful this is acts 4 29 to 30 says now lord look on their threats peter is praying actually they were thrown in prison and um, they threatened and, you know, beaten and uh, the, everyone is trying to stop them from preaching the gospel. But look at Peter's response to, to these people that are trying to persecute them, to oppress them. He says, now, Lord, he prays, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. Wow. So now they, they've been beaten, thrown in prison, but now he's asking the Lord, Lord, even though all of this has happened, look at their threats, but grant to us more boldness that we can go out and preach the word of God. But he continues, but look what he prays. He says, by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So how, how did the boldness come? The boldness comes when God starts stretching out his hand to heal and that signs and wonders may, may start operating. And if we, if we continue verse actually 31 as well. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak the word of God with boldness. They began to preach again. They laid hands on the sick and they recovered. I mean, there is a boldness that comes up inside of us when the Lord backs us with signs, wonders, and miracles following. It, 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 you cannot have that boldness by just preaching the word of God. There's a boldness that the Lord gives us to preach with boldness, but that the signs and wonders may follow as well, because that's why the Lord stretches out his hand so that they can prove the gospel that they are preaching to be real. I remember when a couple of years ago, when I just started in the ministry, um, I was traveling with my dad. We were uh, preaching 
um, in a small town in, in South Africa. And uh, after the service, or just at the end of the service, we were just about to lay hands on people for healings. And I remember I was, I was just very young in the ministry. I was still uh, quite nervous uh, to go and lay hands on people. And I remember my dad called me onto the stage. There was probably about 300 people lined up in front for, that wanted to receive healing. And my dad pointed at me and he, he called me on the stage and he said, Stephen, you, you start praying up in front here. Um, I want you to pray with me tonight. And I remember this was uh, the first time that he called me to pray and minister with him in a service. This was a couple years ago now. But he, he points at this elderly man, and I will never forget this. He points at this elderly man. He was sitting in a chair um, and uh, he did not look very good. And I was like thinking to myself, and this is how the enemy operates. Immediately puts in my mind, um, you know, fear. It's like, why, why do you have to pick the most difficult one? Why can't you pick, you know, someone way at the end of the, of the room for me to pray where, you know, people won't see me. But my dad knew. And he said, no, you pray for this one first. And I just remember. I got off the stage and I was like praying to the Holy Spirit and I was saying, Holy Spirit, you need to help me right now. And all the people were standing around watching and um, I, I remember kneeling down before this elderly man and I asked him what was wrong and he said, no, he has uh, some pinched nerve in his back, some something really wrong and um, he has no feeling in his legs. He wasn't paralyzed, but he had no feeling. It was like his legs were numb, but he was in excruciating pain so much that he had to sit the whole time. He couldn't stand. So I remember taking his legs, lifting up his legs and uh, uh, I was pushing and I asked him, do you, you know, do you feel this? And he was like, no, he doesn't feel any of that. So I just remember praying in my head and I, I, I remember this. And I said, Holy Spirit, I can do nothing, but you can do anything. And that is a key to many of you out there. If you want to flow in signs, wonders, and miracles, you need to understand that it is not us who are the healers, but it is Christ in us who heals the people. So I, I picked up his legs, and I just thanked the Holy Spirit, and I prayed, started praying for him. And I, I bind the spirit of infirmity upon him. this man, asked the Lord to heal his back, and I'm not lying, my eyes were closed. And um, as I'm praying, this man's legs, or like he starts shaking violently in my hands. And I look up and he's bouncing on the chair and he's bouncing and he's crying. And I remember I got so bold in, in my faith. I stood up and I, I, I told him to stand up in the name of Jesus. And, and I remember he, he got healed by the power of God. He, all, the, all the feeling returned to his legs. He says he immediately felt a tingling sensation as the, the circulation was going back into his legs again. No more pain that, ha um, that he had in his body. And all that fear that I had or that doubt, whatever you want to call it, was replaced instantly with boldness and courage because of miracle signs and wonders. That is what happened with, with Peter and them. The Lord helped by stretching out his hands that people were healed. And after that man got healed, the boldness rose up inside of me and I couldn't wait to lay hands on the next person and they got healed and the next person and they got healed because of the power of God.
But you have to understand that you will face a moment in your life. There will be times when you feel fearful, where you'll feel scared. But you need to ask the Lord to give you boldness to flow in supernatural power of God. And when you see, as soon as you lay hands on the sick and they get healed, that the Lord will raise you up and you'll, you'll put a boldness inside of you that you'll run with and you won't be afraid anymore. Amen. I hope you receive that because... Remember, all of us, there, there was a time when you might have felt scared or you felt discouraged when you're going to pray for someone or maybe cast out a demon or whatever uh, you, you have been faced with that you did feel scared. But remember, the Holy Spirit will give you power. The Holy Spirit will give you boldness. He will give you the assurance that you need to be able to fully run in the power of God and not to turn back in the day of battle. When it matters, you will remember His goodness, how He used you before. You will remember um, that He's still operating and flowing through you right now. Don't give up. The Lord will help you in those times. So don't, don't. Put on fakeness or don't put on lies to pro- try and prove a powerless lifestyle. Instead, ask the Lord for boldness and courage to run with the fire, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, and to cast out demons. Amen. Point number five. I'm going to get through this one quickly. We, we see that miracles, signs, and wonders help change or give us access to the changing of cities. In an eye, I have this strong urgency in my heart that in these last days we are going to see cities come to know the Lord. I know a lot of people say, you know, uh, it's the end times. Things are just going to get worse. Things are going to get worse. Yeah, things are going to get worse around us, but the church is going to rise up and we're going to see amazing things happen in these last days. We're going to see many people come to know the Lord Jesus. So we have to get ready because I believe there are going to be revivals that are going to be birthed in in the Spirit and we're going to start walking into them where it's going to be so powerful that cities are going to be shaken and cities are going to be moved for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So it's not just for one moment. It's not just for a short time. God is going to do something where He's going to pour out His Spirit again, and we're going to see cities come to know Him. Um, I want to quickly read a verse, Matthew 11, verse 20 to 24. Jesus was speaking, and He began to rebuke the cities in which most of the high, His mighty works had been done, because they did not repent. They did not repent. Woe to uh, Chorazin, woe to Bethsaida, for if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say to you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. So Jesus was saying that there is hope for the sin cities, if I can say it like that. If mighty works can be done in some of these cities, we'll see them be changed for the good. We'll see them repent. The problem is in religious cities, they have become so accustomed to a lot of things of the Word of God that they fail to repent. And many times religious views um, stop 
more the move of God than what the sin stuff does. <laughs> Sometimes that doesn't even matter because religion brings tradition and religion and tradition stops a move of God. Where we, can, we should run with this, we should take this into the cities, into places that are lost, that need Jesus. Let signs, wonders and miracles take place and we'll see a move of God, we'll see cities change, we'll see lives being healed by the power of God. And we, we should run with this, we shouldn't let it stop us. But we have to remember, if God, if God said, you know, that... It, Sodom and Tyre would have repented because of of uh, the power of God, because of miracle signs and wonders. We need to understand that we can take this into cities right now, and we can see them come to repentance with um, just the power of God operating, operating. Why? Because remember what we said the other day: if miracle signs and wonders operate, it be, it brings people immediately into an encounter with God. It brings them into the reality that Jesus is alive and that he is willing to heal and save them. It also brings into the reality that heaven and hell are real. Now, if those things all come into play when wonders, miracle signs and wonders start taking place, we need to bring, take that into the world and let them be exposed to the supernatural power of God so that they can repent um, of their sins, turn from their wicked ways and start running towards Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. But we have to remember, we have to be willing as the church to go into every city, even if it's not a sin city, but every city to run with it and start leading people to Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to pray with you right now. Maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus and you would like to give your heart to Jesus today. I want you to pray with me. Pray after me right now. Say, Heavenly Father, today I stand before you, a sinner, and I confess all of my sins to you, Jesus. I believe and I confess with my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus Christ uh, died on the cross for all my sins and that he rose again on the third day. I believe Jesus Christ took away all my sins. And I believe that he is seated at the right hand of the Father. Now say this also with me. Say, Jesus, I invite you to please come and live in my heart. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me, for washing me clean with your blood. And thank you, Jesus, that my name is now written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Praise the Lord. You've given your heart to Jesus right now. You've been saved. And I, I pray that you will run with this. Get plugged into a church. Get, get somewhere where it's spirit-filled church, where they can teach you the Word of God, where they can strengthen you. And don't turn away from the Lord. Now that you've given your heart to Jesus, keep pursuing the Lord with everything inside of you. And uh, never stop. Never stop. Always, always trust in Him. Amen. Well, thank you everyone for watching um, the broadcast today. Uh, I just want to encourage all of you to, again, 
follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. You can also visit our website, uh, dionhockey.org, where you can find all the latest um, things on Healing Ministries International. There's also a store where you can go purchase uh, sermons. You can also become a partner with the ministry if you would like to do that on our uh, on our website. Amen. We love you guys so much. Next week we will be continuing with this series. Uh, I will be teaching on how miracle signs and wonders take our focus away from man and put our focus on God. It's going to be really a powerful time in the presence of the Lord. Remember, you are a powerful tool in the kingdom of God. Don't forget that devil is afraid of you and he's going to try anything in his power to stop you from flowing in the signs wonders and miracles so be encouraged run with the fire don't give up we love you and we'll catch you again next week god bless you bye-bye you can make a difference by partnering with us a ministry with a heart for the lost you can sow or partner by visiting our website dionhockey.org You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.